Matt, did you come back? I am. I am. Can you can you see me? No, I cannot. I can see a bush. Ah. Uh, uh, I am here. Okay, turn your camera off and then turn it back on. There you are. There I am. Okay. So we've that, been bush is a two and a half thousand year old tree, I'll have you know. <laughs> if if I were that old I'd have that kind of hairdo myself. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so so, so talking about sort of skillful responses to uh, to making mistakes, to screwing up, to wrongdoing, both in ourselves and as parents. Precisely. And then it's so interesting, isn't it, the way the two things are so connected? Because the way we the way we behave with our children is it's like we're externalizing the way we behave with ourselves, aren't we? Like until we can kind of manage the way we behave with ourselves when we screw up, we're probably not going to do it with our children as well as we, we could. You can go one step further with that and, and we can cover the whole show by asking one question. Mm. You're a parent, right? Mm -hmm. How did you learn to be a parent? Who was your teacher? Yeah, well... It was through how we, how I was parented. Precisely, exactly. So we wind up behaving like our parents to our own children, unless we wake up to that what we're doing is not appropriate, just because that's what we're used to. Mm. It's funny. But in fact, this is exactly the way that uh, dukkha is passed down. Mm. And when we understand it from that perspective, we can understand where the concept of original sin came from. Mm. It's the sin that's passed down from generation after generation. Bad behavior by the parent teaches the child bad behavior. And we can see that in, in a lot of different cultures. Um, uh, that that's how almost every child in that culture is raised. And because of that, Every generation after every generation after generation behave basically the same thing, and that actually gives them that cultural identity. Mm -hmm. But the behavior started way back when, and we can see it in individual items like um, uh, violence. If mm -hmm. a child is raised in a violence, um, uh, let us say, household, then it's quite likely that he will be violent to children when he's an adult. Basically, whatever happened to the child uh, happens to uh, the next generation of children under him. And we tend to perpetuate that, but we can wake up out of it. We can learn uh, that, in fact, the whole quality of that is um, the basis of family therapy. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, and there's a lot of uh, issues with that, but one of them is, is that normally the larger the family, the more likely this is to happen 
but in even in smaller families, the family itself will decide who is the problem child. One kid will be liked and the other one is not liked. Well, two are liked and one of them is out. Mm. Or three is liked and one of them is out. But there's always just one scapegoat or one mm. member of the family that's the black sheep of the family. This happens so often that it has been known about even in Bible times. Mm. But the, 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 the psychologists see that. Okay. And that it's, it's natural, it's buried into our uh, instinctual ways of doing things. Um, and we could also go so far as to look at it as uh, a misinterpretation of what we would call a test case. That the society doesn't know what to do, and so they'll find somebody to experiment on. <laughs> Uh, hoping that some value will come out of uh, his experience, and that generally winds up being death in the old society. But in modern times, especially if the family gets into family therapy, is that the real therapist who really knows what he's doing is trying to get the, the parents to stop parenting the way that they were taught mm. and to start parenting in a way that has more value to it. But even then, many of the psychotherapists who know what they're doing will miss out on this issue of uh, the fear of punishment. Mm. That that's something that you've already told me just very, very little about, but that your daughter is, in fact, afraid of punishment. Well, we don't really punish her as such. It's more... But she's not afraid because she uh, fears the reputation. She's afraid because of the next time it might happen. How bad can she get? Well, the thing is, it's all... she it's... is slapped is another quality that I was about to mention. But yes, it doesn't mean that she has been beaten and is afraid of being beaten. No, for in many cases for her, it's afraid that she will put herself down or start treating herself inside the way that she's treating her brother right now. Basically, the, the difficulty is, it's like, it's just, it's seeing her, I suppose, like, kind of a slightly, like, dark, uh, harsher side of her character, because her and her brother normally get on extremely well. She's normally very, very loving to him. Uh, she's, you know, an amazing older sister. But since he's been in the cast and he is now a lot more helpless, needs a lot of attention, she's just being very harsh to him. And for some reason, it was just really, really grating for me. And I found that my response to it internally, it was really making me angry that she was behaving that way to him. Uh -huh. um, and I, I really like what you're talking about in terms of making kind of reflecting her behavior back to her in a really playful, joyous way because it mm -hmm. makes all of the 
Because the danger is, isn't it, that if you're kind of like, this is what you're doing to your brother right now, it's almost like you're building that up and there's the danger that then that becomes internalized in her as, oh, I'm a mean person, right? Like, this is what this... Exactly. The way my dad is 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 reflecting this at me, it's like, this is uh -huh. me. Exactly. So all of that stuff fits in together. The next side, which we haven't even discussed, is if you can begin to treat her with, uh, with silliness and with joy and with, aha, I caught you again, that will give him permission to start behaving in the same way. So that will help lift him out of being yes. under her pressure. It will help him to t say, aha, I see you, Mara. Yeah. And perhaps see some of his own need for approval from her a little bit lighter, maybe. Exactly so. Yeah. And so kids can wake up too. We don't have to suffer our way into adulthood before we yeah. figure out. Because <laughs> probably part of the reason why she, why that side comes out is because of the need from him. Like if the need from him was less, then the whole situation would be less kind of loaded, right? Precisely so. That would, that's what gives her her power is his need. If he didn't need anything from her, mm. then she would have no power over him. Mm. Um, this is something that's, um, that's inside of each one of us. This, this power, this dominance uh, is based upon delusional thinking or magical thinking, in fact, uh, that I can, in fact, gain power for myself by taking it from someone else. Mm. Okay. And so this is where we uh, use as a basis of foundation for what we would call dark side of personality or even evil. Basically, what we're saying is, is that I feel insecure in and of myself. Mm. Therefore, I need some power so I'll feel better. And the only place I know and the only way I know to get that power is by taking power over someone else. Mm. Okay, this is that. And it's so typical. Mm. <laughs> I mean, um, from the White House down, snicker, snicker. <laughs> Um, we um, try to gain advantage. Mm. This is what a poker game is all about. This is what gambling or any kind of competition or any sports mm. and sports itself is nothing but a flat out warfare mm. with rules. Mm. And the rules are you can't take a knife or a gun out onto the football field. Mm. But other than that, they'll try to kill each other. Maybe so they can get away. Um, it's all, a, and these these things are kind of part of the kind of instinctual makeup of humanity, and they come out in childhood. And then the question is, like, do you water those seeds? <laughs> Precisely. Or can you help the child to wake up to see what they're doing? Yeah. But in fact, most of the parenting they get with uh, by keeping the child in the dark and feeding him mushrooms, 
Yeah. No, no, wait a minute. Beating you bullshit. See, because sometimes what I try to point out to her when she is in a kind of really diff, when she's angry or whatever, I'll try and point out to her that, like, that she, I'll, I will say, you know, drop it because you, you're, you're making yourself suffer right now by like holding on to all of yeah, this anger. See, she's, she's seeing you as parent. Yeah. And so it's an us against them. Mm. What you have to do with this playfulness is to join her in childhood mm. so that you're no longer that threatening adult in the room. Mm. You might, in fact, want to lay down on the floor when you tell her this. You could mm. lay down on the floor, and when she sees you laying there, and that's when you print, ah, I see what you're doing. Mm. Okay, and because that'll really cause that lowering there, I mean, that, that height. Or you can squat down to, uh, to, to talk to her or whisper in her ear. Yeah. So I do, uh, I, I do spend most of my parenting life rolling around on the floor. Um, <laughs> Normally being played. Who said of anything about rolling? <laughs> uh, normally being playfully beaten up by one or both of my children. <laughs> this is mostly our favourite game. We call it playing rough and tough, and it just basically means like them jumping on me and playfully beating me up while laughing hysterically. Okay, well, that's but the basically thing is, what you can do is invite her to do that right during that morning moment rather than actually meaning being up and tough with her brother. Yeah. So I basically what I'm I what I'm saying I I it's like my default setting as a parent is this kind of like playful light um interaction. But what happens is like there are certain kind of triggers which produce a kind of anger response in me and right. that when so the other day I actually mostly managed I kind of just like left I, I mostly managed to like abstain from re reacting but even in that there's a kind of passive aggression there isn't there like if you're like Grin and Barrett sort of yeah so then what happened was that that evening I kind of really reflected on this and I was just like you know as as we've discussed before, um, being a, a, a duca hound, you know, just kind of really trying to like get to grips with like where is the suffering in my life, um, and realizing that this like angry response is a significant part of the suffering in my life. Okay, uh, and that got me thinking about um, Brahma Vihara practice. Okay. As a, which I've never really done any of before. Well, let's not go off over there. Let's go right after the problem. Yeah. Okay. Let's go directly uh, to the situation, which is when that moment of the anger arises, you need to be aware of that. Yeah. The sooner the better. So that you can deal with your anger before you spread it around to anybody else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in fact, that may be the secret of the situation with your daughter is, is that she's afraid of your anger. 
Because I bet when you get angry, you want her to know it. As if that's the punishment, is you've made dad angry now. He's hot. He's in hell. See what you've made him do? Mm-hmm. Okay. But the, but the point that you need to start teaching her is, ha ha, look at daddy. He jumped into hell. <laughs> <laughs> I know where his buttons are. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what, it's like kind of being able to observe it in yourself and then playfully, I suppose it's having a like playful relation to the situation internally and then sharing that playful relation with her. Yes, you do that in the heat of the moment. The answer is yes, but you don't have to have the moment hot. You can cool it off first. Mm. You can cool off inside take a deep breath saying aha i see that anger Mm. i'm not going to show it to her i'm not even going to let one loud word out Mm. this is how we begin to work on anger and so you congratulations have a wonderful button pushing machine Mm. for you to be able to um become mindful of So your job now that we've had this conversation is to be careful on guard Mm. to make sure that you do not get angry and spread it when your daughter knows just where your buttons are. Mm. Because here's what's going to happen. And you can't blame her for this. This is the way that you've already set it up. So it's half your job anyway. If she pushes your button and you don't respond, she'll push it again. And if you don't get another response, she's going to keep pushing on that button until she gets what she's looking for from you and you're not going to give it to her. Mm. Or in in fact, instead, I can give her a response, but the response needs to be a... Not the response she's been getting, and that is your anger. Your new response is, aha, I see you again. Now look what you're doing to me. You're trying to push my buttons, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So this is what basically is for you now, your job is to wake up in the moment so that you can deal with her the way that you would have hoped that when you were being parented, that that's the way that they had parented you instead of the way that they did. Yeah. Because you can't change the past, but you can change what's happening right now with her. Yeah, and recognizing that she expects your anger to be punishment enough and so therefore uh, she still wants to avoid getting caught when she recognizes that getting caught no longer has the punishment but it does have the expectation of rehabilitation in it then she'll take that rehabilitation route Mm. so long as she's thinking that she might get away with it then that's wrong view. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tam? <laughs> Tam? Bow, bow, no way. <laughs> Music has taken over. That's 
That yeah, last book was interesting as well. Because it's also saying to be very, very attentive and watchful so that she doesn't kind of think that there are situations where she can get away with it. So it's not, it's kind of being very on top of it to make sure that that is not an impression that she gets, but to make sure that the response is, is, uh, is a playful invitation for her to see what she's doing rather than rather than disapproval. Right, because in fact, if she can see what she's doing, she will either approve or disapprove of it on her own. And naturally, she will follow that I, she doesn't approve of her own behavior once she sees what she's doing. That's mm. very natural. Mm. That's why the, the Buddhist path is so powerful, is that we keep having to wake up and wake up and wake up and wake up every moment so that in that new moment, we can wake up and see what we're doing right then. Mm. And wow, now we're beginning to see what's going on. Naturally, we're going to change. Mm. We almost don't have to make a lot of effort in changing itself, but we have to have that the quality of knowing that we can and so it's just that right amount of effort, just the right amount of effort and the right attitude and changing is easy. The hard part is waking up. <laughs> and so in a way, yes, we're talking about how do you play, how do you um, do um, Anapanasati? How do you teach it to children? You just did. Mm. This is it. You wake up. You're helping her wake up. You're doing it joyfully. You're doing step nine and step 10, bringing about satisfaction for her to see what's going on and wake up too. This is really just the same teaching done over and over and over and over again. Mm. Knowing that if you're angry at her, you're already asleep and so is she. Mm. Mm. More than asleep, you're in... You're in hell, hell. Right? Yeah. Right. When you're angry, you're in hell. Yeah. Okay. All right. This this is very helpful. Because it's it's a, it's like you've spoken about this a bit before. It's like a, applying is applying the lessons learned in that kind of internal meditative process mm -hmm. to the real world. Not only the real world, but the those kind of like most difficult button-pressing moments. Exactly. And right yeah. now we know exactly who's there pressing those buttons. Mm. So that means that now we're making special attention to uh, or a special kind of guarding. Mm. It's like um, uh, being at the guard's gate and you're just guarding and guarding and then the officer comes by and says, We've got a suspect and he has this description. Be on special lookout for this guy, right? Yeah. That description is your daughter. You be on lookout. Anytime that you're around her, yeah. you're going to be on guard. Anytime yeah. that you're, because she's going to push your buttons. Yeah. And when, she, when you, her button pushing doesn't work, she's going to keep pushing. <laughs> you can expect her to do that. And she's going to push her brother's buttons. So we yeah. need to teach him how to deal with his buttons getting pushed too. Yeah. Okay. So the, 
the left to my own devices i um kind of i i thought about this in a slightly different way okay um which was the idea of like anger kind of like the antidote to anger is love and when you are in a state of kind of loving kindness and when that is something that you are able to to and then she pushes your button and what happens yeah i it needs to come with 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 sati and with with that aha i see you quality but basically my question the kind of question or, or the thinking that i went through two nights ago kind you of already love your daughter i know no question the, about that the point the, the point i'm i'm trying to get at is if, is you that didn't if love i have you noticed push your button if i have noticed that anger is a kind of part of where my suffering is and the last thing i want to do is put my suffering on anybody else like i take full responsibility for any suffering that arises here and i don't want to share it with anybody and i i, I want to I, you know, and I think all parents feel that way. They don't want they don't want to pass on the bullshit that they had to their children. They want yet somehow some, they're doomed to but it. somehow they're doomed to because they don't um, know any other way of doing it. Yes, but we have a more optimistic sense of. Um, one's ability to rewrite that code exactly. right and that's what if the we can wake up to is. what we're doing we can change yeah. it if we don't wake up we don't change yeah um but my point so i so the cycle that you just described i is i'm going to that will be my practice with her and i like that idea of just being really on guard and also just having that awareness of being like right so it, I've noticed that anger takes me to a place of suffering. So be incredibly on guard with the with the anger. And I've noticed that Willow can push those buttons that get me there. So I'm going to be really kind of aware of that. But mm -hmm. I, the way I had was thinking about it a few days ago, and I, I just um, is the idea that like an antidote to that anger in a more kind of general sense is that like that quality of of loving kindness so why not kind of go about cultivating that in a slightly more deliberate way the answer is, is it doesn't matter how deliberate you are with it you already have more loving kindness than she deserves right now <laughs> yeah because you give her the loving kindness that not every child will get from any adult off the street she has the loving kindness from her father a very devoted loving father i don't think that's the issue no i you have a lot of, I'm, you have no, I'm, I'm a, a very loving father. we have a very loving relationship do you know what i mean we okay so great I in the moment of anger though in the moment of anger where's that loving kindness yeah because it can't coexist they are mutually exclusive qualities 
Okay, well, how can you push the uh, the anger out with loving kindness if you are not aware that in that instant that you're uh, uh, that anger is arising? Yes, that that waking up and that sati is the the key the key thing. I completely get that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm certainly not. Not disagreeing with you there. That you can't. You cannot sit there on the floor and say, "May all beings be happy for four hours," and expect her not to push yeah. your buttons after that. <laughs> so let's move along. Also, because there is uh, metta, then there is Karina and Mudita. Yeah. Um, stopping by just a moment on on the um, Karuna. That yeah. you already have compassion for her, also that you seek her best welfare. That's what yeah. we've been talking about from the beginning on this conversation. Let's not need that so much. Let's look though at Mudita. Where is your freaking Mudita? <laughs> yeah. So that that and gets down the on the floor. Is you start uh, do you start confronting her bad behavior with your joy? Yes. Which means that you've already got to have the anger that comes up from her pushing your buttons. So that's the first thing. And once you get uh, the anger out of your own mind, now you've got the joy so that you can meet her at that level of mudita, that you can actually play with her while you're uh, taking the mickey out of her. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh, I caught you. Because she does need to look at what she's actually doing, but there's no reason for her to feel bad or feel punishment for the requirement. In fact, that will prevent her from ever wanting to do any self-discoveries because she's not going to like what she finds. She's already determined that point of view in in, uh, in advance. Yeah. Okay, but but you've got a a marvelous opportunity to turn her into a Dhamma dude before she even knows what the term means. Yeah. By, by changing your anger into uh, sympathetic joy. But you got to have some sympathy so that you can boogie with it. Yeah. If you can't boogie with joy, how do you expect her to boogie with joy back at you? Mm. Here I'm using the word boogie. In fact, what we're talking about sympathetic vibration. Mm. Boogie matches boogie. The note A matches the A. Anger matches anger. Yeah. All right. So we share each other. That's what Mudita is all about. It's a very powerful teaching. Mm. Very powerful teaching to know that the, the one who's the wakest, the one who's the most awake in the group is the one who can control the, the mood or the feelings of the group. Mm. And isn't the idea that there's like a sequence to them? So that, so that the awake kind of like energy and vibe is then picked up on and shared in a joyful way. And that's mudita. And that kind of comes, that, that would come from compassion, which kind of comes from a more general um, feeling of friendliness and kindness to experience. Uh huh. Now that's also an important point that I mentioned to mention meant to mention a while ago, mm. and that is is that um, you have buttons 
that only she can push. Yeah. And I mean that in the sense of the, the special relationship that you have with her, that this is your daughter. When you stop seeing her as your daughter mm. and start seeing her as a marvelous friend, mm. then she won't be able to touch your button so easily. Mm. Stop treating her like you, she's your daughter and give her what she, I'm, I'm assuming she's something between seven and 12. She's seven, but she's, she's but she's seven going on 12. Okay. <laughs> All right. So she's old enough to know that she's old enough. Yeah. But she's not wise enough to recognize that she's not old enough. So you got to give her credit for that. She knows that she's old enough. So, okay, start treating her like she's old enough to understand that you can see what she's doing. And you don't have to lie to her or dance around it or anything. You can just pull it right out in front of her. Ah, I caught you. Because uh, one of the games that I know that kids play at that level is the game of I can get away with it. I mm. can mistreat my brother and only he will know. Mm. And that's magical thinking. Mm. We know it. You and I already know it's magical thinking because we're talking about it. So we already know that she, but she still has the magical thinking that only she and he know that. If she knew everybody in the household knew it, she'd be really ashamed of doing it all on her own. So she'll punish herself, but you don't have to. You don't have to be angry at her. You can be very teasing, very playful. But do it often, every time you catch her at it. Mm. And she'll keep doing it as long as he's got that cast on. And then I'd love to hear what happens next after that. <laughs> Payback time. <laughs> no, he doesn't have it in him. He's so he's very gentle with her. Um, I mean that. Yeah, it's also kind of a thing of like the fact that they've had very little contact because obviously with the lockdown and quarantine thing, they've been very. Yeah, before they were in different grades, and so they didn't spend all day with each other. Is that right? Yeah, and they you and know, now they, they're in the same house where they're they're in each other's lap all day long. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh -huh. and that it's been it's been an amazing blessing throughout the whole thing. I've thought often, like, thank goodness they're not only children. The fact that they've had each other to play with, and his like he's he's speaking a lot more eloquently, and I think it's because, yeah, like they're their influence like she's taught him how to play in the way that she wants to play and he's kind of caught up a lot do you know what i mean like it's been it's been amazing the way that they've supported but now that is, now that he's broken his leg by the way how long has it been broken a week okay so he's got at least another five huh no, so two, weeks, like that. two weeks of a cast they, they think the cast will be on for three weeks altogether and then they're going to put another cast on, but a smaller one. I think the hard cast is just for three weeks, and then... Wow, they normally... Well, modern medicine, but generally in the old days, if they put a full leg cast all the way up to your hip, 
mm. our, our brother, uh, then that generally means that they want to stabilize the whole thing. Mm. Because whatever bone is broken is generally only one bone somewhere in there. But stabilizing yeah. the whole thing means that uh, it's a delicate situation. It's normally designed to keep the child off of that leg altogether. He is no He's not putting any weight on it. He doesn't have crutches or anything. He's only That's three. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Those kind of casts are to keep the kid off that leg. Yeah, no, he's just like bumps You do not go to the marching face. band contest when you battle <laughs> cats like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know I've been there, done that. <laughs> so, uh, well, congratulations if he only has to wear it for three weeks. But yeah. it'll come off. He'll be back and, uh, and they will settle back into whatever it was that they had before. But for right now, uh, you have a golden opportunity yeah. to manage your anger and to help her to come out of her uh, power tripping. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You want to take her out of that power tripping because that power tripping, if she doesn't, if she could possibly go off in the direction of being the town bully. Every high school's got one. A female and at least two oh, male bullets. Yeah, no, she couldn't. She's so, she's so, she's very like sensitive and loving with her friends. And also, like, she, she's, she's quite a phenomenal seven year old, to be honest. She's quite a phenomenal person. I'd like, I'm kind of in Yes, awe I've seen her. her. She's been on here with I've seen her. Yeah. And I'm not and I'm not suggesting that about your daughter. I'm suggesting that bullyhood grows from that sense of taking power over other people when they're when the kids are younger. Mm. But she, if she got away with being uh, overpowering, for instance, after he's out of the cast and she continues to act like she's po taking power over him, that's when we need to continue really laughing at her and ca catching her. To see if we can get her out of that. Mm. I suppose, like that, that feeling that she's got of being angry and feeling like there's not enough attention, and that's why she's annoyed at Sydney because she feels like he's getting all the attention. Mm -hmm. Like, if she is just like bathed in love. If there's like a, a special like um, intention to kind of like make her like feel attention in the form of parental love, then that should you, also any kind. I would say you can do it playfully, and you can do it from the sense of parenthood, in yeah. the sense of um, I'll always take care of you. Yeah. Um. I couldn't do without you. Yeah. Uh, I never met a kid as wonderful as you. Yeah. I would avoid I would avoid comparisons like um, you're the best. No, yeah, we don't we're very careful not to do stuff like that. But we, we decided that it would be good to like schedule, like make sure that she has a bit of like one on one time with her mom and one on one time with me so yes. that she kind of 
and yeah, even yeah. some one-on-one -on -one time with both of you, just yeah. the three of you without the brother. Yeah, we do that. So we often, the three of us will have a hug and mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we'll say original three. <laughs> to try and kind of give her that remind i don't know yes exactly yeah that will feed and nourish that part of her uh of of the fear the fear of um separation loneliness yeah. every child has that and when they have it uh, in big time they call it uh an abandonment issue mm. and it can get really severe in the sense that uh uh the girl who get who has the abandonment issue will begin to start being angry at her husband just before it's time for him to go to work. Mm. And he doesn't understand what's mm. going on. Really what's going on is she wants to keep him there because she would rather be angry with him having him there than feeling abandoned after he leaves. Mm. Okay, now these feelings that we're talking about with this kind of severe behavior can be there without people being even aware of it. Mm. That sometimes it's hard to say goodbye. Mm. And so um, we can, anytime it is really hard to say goodbye, we can bring that back to that feeling of abandonment. Oh, I, I, I'll, I'll be less off when, you're, when you go. So I want to keep you here. Mm. Um, but with a, with a child like that, you want to say, yes, you can stay. I'm not pushing you away. Mm. Yes, you belong here. This is your home. Please feel secure and mm. safe and comfortable and happy in this family. Mm. As opposed to the kind of things that a lot of kids hear, which is more like, you do what you're told to do or you're out of here. Because mm. you don't want to say that to them at all. You mm. want to be able to tell them, no, you're welcome. This is your home. I may not like what you're doing, but if I catch you doing something I don't like, I'm going to tease you about it. Rather than show disapproval and uh, the implication of disapproval is, is what you just verbalized, right? Even if that's not on anyone's not said it's uh it's not said but it's that fear it's that basic fear of disapproval and being abandoned because daddy's angry mm. so she doesn't want to admit wrongdoing mm. but when she finds out daddy's not going to abandon me he's going to tease me <laughs> then she'll want no then instead of not wanting to get caught doing it she'll get to the point of not wanting to do it at all and that's a completely mm. different position to be in hmm. um okay well i've got a very interesting day of practice ahead of me then <laughs> excellent enjoy thank you this, this and this about time for uh, them to start putting labels on it such as uh, stir crazy or uh, cabin fever so that kind of thing, there's some antsiness in the air. And, yeah. that, and, and so that antsiness is how she's behaving with it. So there's also that quality to yeah. it. Yeah. Although uh, it's actually, it's, it's, I'm going, I'm teaching full time again from um, Monday because they're opening schools in England to um, 
like some year groups they're kind of slowly starting is, to, is she going back to school so her year group's not one of the ones that is but because, uh-huh. but because, I'm, but because <laughs> I'm going saying. back i need to be in school full time she with tech she's always been able to go back to school because i'm a key worker but because i have not have been having to be in school five days a week we decided to not have her take that place to not put pressure on the system and also mm-hmm. to kind of limit her exposure i suppose as well um but now that i'm going back full time and also now that i mean to be honest the virus has actually been through our family her mum had it like I'm, we're almost certain that she and her brother you know they were sleeping in a bed with her mum the day before her mum came down with the fever and the cough so it's extremely unlikely How that your she... dad doing oh he's am- oh my god it's amazing amazing the this the speed and fullness of his recovery has been amazing and he's re- he's in a really good place like you know it nothing like nearly dying to make you appreciate life <laughs> i know yeah um so yeah he's good but anyway so she's going to be going back 3 days a week to school from monday oh i bet she'll be glad to do that yeah and now it's starting to ease as well like general restrictions so that children can have play dates with each other and things like that so it's it's starting to ease now for now that's that's what's happening at the house right now there's four four kids in the house at, yeah. at this moment as you can hear <laughs> as well as a party downstairs so there oh, must, be, nice. must be 15 people in the house right now <laughs> so anyway um I'm glad to hear that you've got a a project, a plan. Yeah. I'd like to hear what happens with it. Okay. Can you catch anger? Yeah. Because it doesn't take very long. You can you can come awake to it and be determined to be finished with it, and it doesn't yeah. take very long to do that. Hmm. Is that determination needs to be there, right? It needs to be like absolutely. Really but you've like- got a You've got a very strong reason. You've got your daughter. Yeah. That should be reason enough for you to be determined to get rid of this anger. Yeah. Now that you see it. And you yeah. see how destructive it is, especially for her. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Thank <laughs> you very much. I think this has been really important and helpful. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Tell me all about it. We'll see you later. Okay, go well. Bye-bye.